Life is filled with changes. This is true with the weather patterns from year to year. There are changes in the nation and there are changes that take place in churches. While there are many changes in life, God's word will always be true, directing us to the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. In this episode titled, Rising War Clouds and Brewing Church Fights, we will notice some unexpected events that were shaping up in our nation in 1917. That fall, our country church had a variety of activities. The people enjoyed going to the activities even if Preacher John, his wife Neva, and my parents seemed to have to do most of the planning and organizing of events. There were more people coming to church those days, and it was an exciting time spent with others. Papa got his men's meeting started again. He thought that once a year they should talk about how to keep good farm records and work on how to stay out of debt, that that would be a good subject to teach. Mr. Hilner never did say it, but people had the opinion that he really didn't appreciate Papa teaching the men about keeping good records and getting out of debt. Every Saturday night, we used to take our cream and eggs into town to do our trading. Now, Rosalind, that is an outdated term that you have probably never heard of before. You see, when I was young, many of the farm families would take their cream and eggs into town to sell them or just trade them for their groceries. Those Saturday nights were a time for people to visit and for the kids to play. There was a small theater that we could watch the silent movies that didn't have any sound. Someone would usually play the piano during the movie for some extra effect. Before the movies got started, we would also see what was called the newsreels. There would be pictures of events going on in the world. Of course, the big events of that time were the battles in Europe and the American ships that were being sunk by German submarines in the Atlantic Ocean. I can recall how the adults would whisper that it would just be a matter of time before we would be pulled into that war. When the new year of 1917 began, there were certainly many war clouds on the horizon. There were also some fights among Christians in one of our colleges in the same year. Well, fight might be an overstatement. I don't know that any punches were actually thrown, but there were certainly some hard feelings. One day, Preacher John stopped by our house to tell Papa about an article he had just read. Oscar, I just read an article about the former academic dean at a Bible college in Lexington, Kentucky. What's he talking about? Some way to preach a better sermon? No, not exactly. It seems that he is telling that for over a year he was fully convinced that destructive criticism was being taught in the Bible college he was at. What's all that about? Well, there are attacks being made on why people should not believe in the Bible and subjects that are very dear to us. I understand that one of the students sent a letter to the trustees of the college and 300 supporting churches claiming that liberalism was in fact 
being taught at the school. John, you mean that if our Cedar Grove Church was supporting that school, we would have received a letter like that? I guess that's right, Oscar. It seems that the college leadership is not very happy with the students that made the charges, but they are supportive of the teachers. I guess Mr. Winfield, the former dean of the school, is going to write a series of articles to discuss the charges against four other professors. Oscar, the eyes of the country are so focused on this war in Europe that we're missing another type of conflict that we're going to face right here. Rosalind, at the time the criticisms of the Bible were being made, many of our people, including my papa, didn't know exactly how to respond to them. The idea of evolution had been developing for many years, but it was now gaining support among seminaries and then eventually in the churches. By evolution, I'm talking about the belief that the world and mankind developed very slowly over a period of millions or billions of years. It depends on who you talk to. That subject has even been taught as fact in our public schools. Christian people had to rely on their faith that the Bible was true, and evolution as a form of developing the world was just hogwash. Oh, that's another old term you probably haven't heard of either. Rosalind, let's just say that hogwash is a bunch of garbage. Do you realize that since May of 1980, when that volcano called Mount St. Helens blew up, that the belief of evolution has been dealt a death blow? I remember that day, and the days after that, one of my relatives sent some of the ash in the mail to us that they picked up miles away. Why, there's already coal forming in that lake, Mount Hood. So much for the millions and millions of years theory for evolution. Also, the Bible was attacked in other ways that people like my papa didn't have anything but their faith to disprove. Although the knowledge was being discovered through archaeology even at that time. But the people out in the country had not heard much about it yet. Rosalind, you know, in your lifetime, there will be attacks on God's Word and the Christian life. But it is important to remain faithful to Christ. Because in the long run, God's Word will always be true. I have found this to be the case in my long life. Now, your professor may challenge you about the things I've told you, but just tell him that when he has lived as long as I have, then he will see things the way I do. Please join us for the upcoming chapters in the Secret of a Successful Life series.